Hello, everybody. It's been a while since I've done these uh, preliminary episode setups, but we have a couple of things that we need to discuss. Uh, the first of which is Duckstream. It's happening. If you're listening to this as it's come out on the Patreon feed, it is December 10th. Duck feed, Duckstream is happening next weekend. So please come by. Uh, go check out the website. I'm sure I actually have not looked, but I'm sure it's duckfeed.tv slash duckstream, the way it's been in other years. Uh, we're going to have a full weekend a video game streaming and shenanigans. It's going to be a great time. It's going to be raising money for a good cause, uh, and it's going to be fun. So you should hang out because it's it's cool. We'll we'll invent memes that will last for like six hours, and then they'll just go away forever the way that memes should. Uh, the second thing I want to mention is that when Gary and I recorded this a week or so ago, I was um, I think I tell the story on the podcast, but I had just inhaled a bunch of smoke from a cane field that caught on fire uh, near my house, which is something that you can say out loud uh, when you live in the rural United States, I guess. Um, so uh, and you can probably hear it now in my voice. I'm still not quite over it. I'm still like a little gaspy in certain um, situations. So apologies in advance if I let some coughs and some uh, voice breaks through the recording. I did not mean to do that. Um, but that's all. Duckstream, uh, go check it out next weekend, December 17th. It's going to be a blast. Uh, I'll probably be there. I don't know. I haven't talked to Cole. Probably should do that before next week. Um, it'll be it'll be good. Come by. Give us money. It's going to be some fun. Bye. I'm Jeremy Greer. And I'm Gary Butterfield. And this is Days of Future Cast, the podcast that asks, why is the Marvel Unlimited app still so terrible? Why does it keep losing who I'm following, Gary? I hate this app. I want to complain about it some more. <laughs> it used to be better. It used to be pretty usable. And now every time I open it up, it's like, we can't load this page. And I'm like, what page are you talking about? Are you talking about <laughs> the absolute front page of your app that you can't load? You know, the thing that shows me comics. Today it was like, do you want to sign up? <laughs> I've been a customer. Like, <laughs> what are you talking about? I don't want to pull this card, and I would never do it to a human being, but I've been a customer for years. <laughs> like, I've been here. Yeah. Um, and then when I finally logged in, it was like, oh, you're not following anybody. And I'm like, I follow every single <laughs> run, that we, every single <laughs> title that we, we have been covering. I follow them. So I had to go and refine all that stuff today. Um, and then only to read Avengers versus X-Men versus, which, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh, uh, did you ever? I know I don't think you're a big Tim and Eric guy. Did Did you ever see they have a sketch called uh, the Mancierge? No. Uh, it's basically so it's it's a product, and it was like you know when you get a, it, it's a personal concierge called the Mancierge for men who are traveling on business, and uh, this guy gets off at the airport and he's like he's talking to a guy. He's like, I'm looking for a place for pizza. He's like, All right, I'll call the Mancierge. And when he calls, it's just, it's Fred Willard in a tiny room with dozens of telephones <laughs> trying to manage all of them. Okay. Like just, uh, can I interest you? Do, do you like steak? <laughs> just yelling out. And I think that is how the, the Marvel Unlimited app is, is handled. It's like when you try to do something, it just rings a phone in a room with a, a probably 65-year-old man desperately trying to press the right buttons and get everybody 
attached. <laughs> Just absolute mess. Uh, why is Fred Willard so funny in everything that he does? He's so good. He's the best. He is definitely the, the best. best. I miss him. Um, we're covering Aven- Avengers versus X Men versus today number five. Fred Willard. <laughs> Avengers versus X Men versus Fred Willard. All my money on Fred. Whoever wins, we die. <laughs> Um, whoever wins we laugh yes absolutely um i um off the top so we've got hawkeye versus angel and then um black panther versus a classic matchup yeah i uh you know and this is also set like it feels ages ago and like what we what we're doing right now um and it doesn't feel like it matters at all which this comic book is very you know upfront that it does not matter right like the comic book tells us that constantly um but it's really weird, huh? It feels at the time, you know, so this came out weekly. You know, I think we talked about that along with the event. And it's all basically exploring something that was firmly uh, in the end of act two or act one of the event. You know, which, which was when they were still trying to find hope and, and the Phoenix Force hadn't shown up yet. So it's, it's so weird. Like we know those fights happened. I would have much rather have just seen a couple of the good ones you know sure yeah I, you know as as opposed to just going back to them you know out of, out of the the issues of this that we've covered i think this is probably in the top half yeah yeah I'll like the that. writing isn't the, the moment-to-moment writing is not embarrassing in it uh because it because it's jason aaron and matt fraction it's like two of the better writers they have mm-hmm. phoning it in on just this material that could not matter less yes uh mm-hmm. i mean but we say that also but something does happen uh, here, I think this is the issue where like Black Panther and Storm actually get divorced. Yeah, like, she, you, you're expecting ring, so you're expecting a hand to hand combat yeah. fight, but nope. But he, she, it's just a lawyer versus lawyer. They're just sitting in a room. <laughs> she Hulk versus Matt Murdock. Aaron Brockovich is on one uh, side. George Clooney is on the other for some reason. Why is he there? I don't know. <laughs> they're both played by white people. It's problematic. Um, yeah that that is the, out of these two. That's the interesting you know matchup. But I I did not follow the. Uh, the Black Panther Storm romance very much. Yeah, me either. I've, I've never, um, I've never, I don't think I've read any issues that where they like meet or were dating or any of that stuff. Just like maybe an occasional issue where it's like, oh yeah, I'm married to the king of Wakanda now or something, but that that's really it. So it happened real quick. It, it, at the time it came out, there was commentary around it because it, it felt uh, like, uh, I think Reginald Hudland, uh, who was involved in BET Entertainment and went on to write Black Panther. He's kind of the first of the revivalist uh black panther writers in the last 20 years or so um in the 2000s i think it was his idea and uh so because it came from him people weren't just like let's pair up our black people you know and and his argument was like you know they're both very regal like they would have a lot in common you know they both are very connected to their, their homeland and everything like that but all of the criticism i read around the time when people were reading the comics were like this is stupid these characters have no connection they barely know each other like this is so dumb uh, and then I, I knew they were going to, at some point get divorced. I just didn't know what happened during, uh, the dumb fighting side <laughs> comic in this. Because someone, I mean, like pictured, like, and they say it in this, in the comic, right? Like they, they're like, Hey, this isn't necessarily about hope or the Phoenix force or anything else. Like it's taken me a long time to realize you were a bad husband or whatever. And that's hilarious just in general. But also like, if this it's is very funny, if this is the break point of your marriage, like I just, again, explaining that to a, and I'm sure the family attorneys have heard it all, but just <laughs> going to an attorney and being like, yeah, so, um, 
I guess it's irreconcilable <laughs> differences, but like, have you, have you like, over over the future of mutant kind though? <laughs> yeah. Over the phoenix. And then the lawyer just like sighs and pulls down a specific paper. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, that's a form twenty two seven. That's okay. We're we're set up for that here, ma'am. Don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> the phoenix has caused so many divorces. That's mostly what the phoenix does. Divorce. Uh, yeah. It, it goes it goes to different planets and causes everyone to get divorced. <laughs> um so the the our first our our cover page is just our typical like they're black panther two fights yeah one at the top one at the bottom and then we're going to start off with uh hawkeye versus angel i couldn't even tell you like where or when this is happening to be honest with you i don't remember where they were together last so i think this is a wonder mountain sure based on the the climate Mm -hmm. uh but these characters couldn't have less of a connection they're trying to give them one uh, by talking about their background and, you know, talk about how uh, Hawkeye is real salt of the earth and Angel is a billionaire, which is true, uh, without taking into account the fact that this is the angel that has, like, been taken over by Apocalypse and came back and thinks he's a literal angel. Yeah, uh, I don't think he's ever been more disconnected from his wealth than the insane, sad Warren Worthington we have here. Uh, and I'm and I'm you know? I'm definitely going to get this wrong, but I'm pretty sure that during this whole thing, he literally gets his entire company and wealth taken away from him. Like they do a yeah. I want to say Black Tom does a hostile takeover or somebody or somebody <laughs> hires <laughs> Black Tom to do a, a hostile takeover or some shit like <laughs> yeah. it's wild. Uh so the, so the, they're there looking for each other, kind of stalking each other. Mm-hmm. Uh Psylocke is also helping. Uh, Angel. Uh, Hawkeye shoots some arrows. Angel is able to dodge them. He's mostly good at dodging back from X-Men number one uh, and uh, attacks him shooting his little metal metal wings. This is kind of a hybrid. He has the metal wings, but he's dressed up uh, holy as opposed to unholy. Yeah. Um, and uh, they're shooting arrows at each other, basically. Pretty much. Yeah. Um, you would think that the guy with, that could fly would be better at this, but not really. <laughs> they, they, they kind of addressed it at a certain point. He's like, get down here, you know, with mm-hmm. the idea that he's been flying out of the way. But he has to stab him in the stomach to make him do it. Yeah. Um, you know. Clint is getting cut up <clears throat> before that. Like, he gets he gets pretty seriously cut up before Angel gets stabbed in the stomach. Um, do you think that Hawkeye regularly uses his arrows like Wolverine claws like we see here? Is this like a common Hawkeye thing that I just don't know about? Dude, I I was really mad that he doesn't say snicked <laughs> here because it would be real funny and he's supposed to be kind of funny, you know, Hawkeye. Uh, yeah, I it's it's a real weird move, real weird psychological, you know. Uh, and he's when he comes up to him, he's like, "Shut up, rich boy," and it looks like Angel's really cut by that. Barton, <gasps> like he no. looks really shaken <laughs> by being called rich boy. Uh, I think part of that's the art. This is Tom Rainey uh, who is doing the art. Uh, who has gotten better? Uh, you know, this I don't think this is offensive or anything. He was uh, in the mid two thousands when I remember reading like uh, endangered species and stuff like that. Uh, he was stinking up a lot of issues. Mm. Uh, everything's real sketchy and kind of like overshaded. Yeah, a lot of the time. I could, I, could, <clears throat> I could definitely see that based on this. I I love Angel's face in the panel where he calls him. No, a, no, this a, is a uh, I'm sure this is uh, you. Tom Rainey's the other other artist who's there. Oh. It is weird. So this like look at um uh, on the page where Hawkeye Wolverine slashes him. Mm-hmm. The uh, shading there looks very very uh, much like like another artist. But yeah, this is uh, this is Yanil Francis Yu of uh, Planet Hulk. Oh okay. Same. 
So yeah, whoops a doodle. No, that fuck that John Romita Jr. It's uh, it's the guy. What? It's you. <laughs> what? I can't remember what big crossover. Gary, he was are, you in. Okay? are you having a stroke? Do we need no! emergency services? <laughs> Not okay. What is happening? I I uh, I uh, uh, I've been having a hard time sleeping. Uh huh. And then I take a sleep aid of some kind, and then I wake up really groggy with my head full of sand. Okay. So I, I've been uh, laying off the gummies, and then I had uh, a gummy last night because I was trying to go to sleep. So I've been a little slow on the uptick today. And it's late. Like, there's no reason for me to still be be like this, recording this, like, well into the afternoon. And I'm just like, Gah. If it makes you feel so. any better, I was reading these on the couch. Um, and I, I read this issue last because of just the way that they were downloaded. And um, towards the end of this, as Storm and... T'Challa are fighting I was literally drifting off to sleep and in fact fell asleep for like a solid 40 minutes until you texted me like hey we're, we can do it in 30 <laughs> and um and the only reason I feel like I am any like I woke up and I was groggy I felt like I could just go put my head down and go to sleep for like six hours and I just had like a shot of espresso yeah. so I am at 90 million miles per hour and will be awake at two in the morning so I can't wait for, for my Friday <laughs> night you, you, you've uh, turned my today into your tomorrow. Exactly. Yeah. Which is typical for us. That's our, that's our complimentary mutant power. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> uh, Hawkeye Wolver- Wolverine stabs uh, Angel in the gut. Yep. There's no reason for Angel to ever get that close, but he did. Yes. You have, you're, you have ranged weaponry. Like, yeah. the idea that Hawkeye stabbed him, he, he quote unquote wins this by stabbing, is because he's a fucking ranged character. He's got a fucking bow. What are you doing? <laughs> They both are. It's it's real silly. Uh, we have to we have to even the odds. They get into like a fist fight in the snow for a little while, uh, and then Psylocke shows up, uh, and uh, Hawkeye holds a, a bow at her. You know, basically they have this little uh, standoff here. You know, she can scramble your brain, the speed of thought, and is like, well, let's see. You know, if, who thinks faster? Like I can take her out. Uh, you know, in just a second, and he's uh, he stands down, and this was a ploy. Hawkeye shoots him in the chest. This is some Dark Souls 1 PvP ass maneuvers from Hawkeye, and I cannot say that I do not support this. Like, Hawkeye gestured, and you should never gesture it when you're in the middle of the U- Ulisal Township, Gary. I don't know if you know this or not. Yeah, but. yeah, it, it, yeah. He, did, he did some honor there. And and I love, uh, he just runs away, and Psylocke just lets him go as well. Yeah, totally. Well, she um, she's concerned about Warren at this point, right? Like, that's the, that's the big... But isn't that a nice idea? She's a psychic. She just asks people and controls their mind. You know, That's true. Earlier yeah. they said that he had psychic shielding or some shit. I'm I'm so sick of psychic shielding. Dude, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Um, they gave it to Spider-Woman, for God's sakes. Like, Jesus. They, they gave her the best psychic shielding in the world and, out of all the Avengers <laughs> and can resist the most powerful psychic in the world. If S.H.I.E.L.D. had that, they would have given, like, Magneto would have stolen it back in 1965. Like, what are you doing? Where do you, she's supposed to have gotten it from the hand as well. And if the hand had it, then, like, we 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 wouldn't have been able to fight the hand. I um, you know, they just uh, I made the mistake of complimenting uh, Daredevil, the Netflix show on on Twitter the other night because I was like, man, I, I remember this show being like full of ninjas, and it is not. Like this is some really good like character. Like the Punisher is there, Elektra shows up, everything's like this is the lighting is good, and then literally the next day I turn on the next episode and the first scene is just hundreds of ninjas, <laughs> just hundreds of them coming out of the woodworks. I was like, god damn it, that's what they do. Season two, like I fell off it when I got two ninja pills. That's, that's where that's just, where I'm at. I'm like episode eight is where they they just come out of a yeah. literal hole in the ground in <laughs> York. It's so boring. It's so boring. Like it, there's a there's a thing with ninjas. I think the more ninjas you have, the worse it Me gets. I, I had this exact single, conversation the other day. Absolutely, yes. <laughs> yeah, a, a single ninja doing something can be cool, 
as soon as there's more than one ninja, I'm out. Like it's like, oh, these guys are just gonna be faceless idiots for Wolverine to stab. This sucks. I need I need one you know? one like not even superpower, just highly trained, has a dope sword with some lore attached. You know what I'm saying? Like the blade mm-hmm. has been folded over eight thousand times instead of four thousand times, and it's got a yeah. name. But if you just like toss out like a well trained ninja and, and then like a blind guy shoots him with a crossbow, which is what happens in Daredevil, I'm like, well, that dude had a life. Like he trained for 25 years to be shot with a crossbow by a blind guy. <laughs> like that sucks. <laughs> by a blind lawyer. What a what a kick in the teeth. Um. Uh. This ends with with uh, you know, so the very end of this, Angel's there and they're they're kind of explaining is like, yeah, he threatened Betsy and then just uh, lied to escape. I like uh, uh, Angel being like, yeah, Earth's mightiest heroes and deeds. <laughs> like, because it is pretty pathetic here. Uh, and then uh, I think this is Emma Frost, yes. mm-hmm. you know? And she's just like, hmm, to be continued, Clint Barton. <laughs> like, what the fuck is this? You know, uh, and that fraction, you cannot just make everyone fall in love with your pet character. Absolutely not. Stop doing it. Especially that. because, like, we, like, we know from a different issue that he's asked her out three or four times already. Like, it, and like is it shooting Angel that makes it makes her like, I don't know, maybe he's back on the... <laughs> yeah, ooh la la. <laughs> <laughs> like, and... It, and Maybe the one that uh, asked her out before was the one that horrible Omni tooth. Sure. Yeah. And since he's got his teeth fixed, <laughs> he has a chance. Yeah. I'd love to date you, but you only have one tooth. I'm, I'm sorry. Oh, man. Um, and oh, well, Jeremy, what's the minimum number of teeth for you to date a lady? Uh, you know, I don't. It's literally never come up um, for me. <laughs> so it's never been a Weird. question. Um, but like, I would assume, I, I mean, zero, I guess. Like, I wouldn't. Like if I met a woman and she was like, "Yeah, I had like a degenerative tooth d- tooth decay when I was a child, so they had to pull out all of my teeth and they didn't grow back, so now we're dentures." I'd be like, "I mean, okay, like you seem cute and you're not racist." Yeah. <laughs> like I don't know. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I think you know a denture situation changes a lot. Yeah. For me, I was thinking more because this this specific Hawkeye, I wasn't thinking of somebody with like a good backstory or anything. I was thinking of Hawkeye who has all the space taken up by all his teeth but just has but, one giant tooth now that that is a, a little strange and a little creepy like especially um you, you gotta do me cartoon or better i need like six <laughs> like you have to have as teeth as the simpsons is it in a row situation you know? like just like a <laughs> i have yeah. i have six i have three on the back of each side and you're like that's not enough i'm sorry that's not enough it's not right yeah i need i need six on top and bottom like again simpsons are better there's um I'm, and then i can I'm going to spoil some of Supernatural season 15 because I know you love your peeks into the TV shit, into the world of Supernatural. Um, sure. But our, our boys are fighting God, like the literal Christian God. Um, and we find out that he has taken his favor away from them. Um, so for the last 14 or 15 seasons, like they've never been sick, right? Because they're the heroes of a TV show. So for this one episode, they start getting super sick <laughs> and having normal, quote unquote, normal people problems now that they're not the main character of a story that God is writing. And one of the characters, okay. the main dude, has cavities um, and he gets laid out in a dentist chair and the guy is like, you have 42 cavities. And they do this shot of the actor laying back in the dentist chair with his head kicked back and his mouth wide open. And you can see in his mouth and he has the most beautiful, perfect ivory teeth you have ever seen. <laughs> and I've never, like, I was one of those moments where like, I know this doesn't matter, but I, as a man who has struggled with his teeth in his life, I am aghast that you would dare say this man has cavities. He obviously has had perfect teeth health care for his entire fucking life. Like you don't, I was aggravated. <laughs> yeah, that shit drives me nuts too. If anything is takes place uh during um 
any kind of fantasy world or olden times and everyone has perfect teeth. Yep. Mm-hmm. I, I hate it. Yep. Yeah. Give me, give me, and it, it's okay. Like you, you watch Game of Thrones and then all the, the rich people have good teeth, you know, and then all the poor people have bad teeth. I'm okay with that. Yes. Mm-hmm. But if everybody has perfect teeth, like I need to see some caramel corn looking ass teeth. Yeah. I just, like, I just need, I need to see like, and it doesn't have to be a lot of makeup. It doesn't have to be like talked about. Like we don't have to get into the logistics of healthcare, but especially if you're going to say that somebody has 40 something cavities because all of a sudden, you know, they don't have the protection, the tooth insurance from God. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how many people got that died because he was busy protecting the Winchester's teeth. <laughs> Who fucking knows? Dude? The answer is a lot. The answer is a lot. <laughs> Jesus, Jesus Christ, man! Get your priorities straight. Um. So uh, that was our first half. Anywho. Let's go into uh, T'Challa versus Storm. Um. This starts out from uh, we're going to get narration from both characters uh, separately, and then it's all going to be kind of intertwined as they start fighting towards the end. Um. She starts doing, you know, some some lightning stuff. It starts throwing some lightning at him, as you would think. I would imagine that this would just like immediately. If I got struck by lightning, I'm fucking taking the day off. Period. I'm done. Yeah, yeah. I'm done. He's got he's got insulation. Sure. He's got a super suit. You know, uh, is the idea. Um, you know, so he he's you know he barely feels it. He channels it back with his uh, his karmic justice uh, back at her, and they're kind of going back and forth like angsting here mm-hmm. you know and it's it's kind of you know they're going it, they interchange you know i doubt he even felt that at all he's like oh it's the pain is unbearable not from the lightning but the look on her face you know as he tries to zap her back they are going to use that um, like i guess i don't want to call it a narrative trick but that like back and forth that contradicting each other's thoughts or thinking the other thing to illustrate like how they should just probably talk or whatever constantly throughout yeah. this issue or this story and it's really fucking irritating by the end it's a this is a bad week for jason aaron because because i got this issue and then wolverine and the x-men and wolverine and the x-men has another writing tick i'll, I'll save it we'll talk about it there but it, it is a bad week for him doing kind of writing ticks mm-hmm. uh to me that i think are are a bummer um since so he uses at this point uh he calls in his satellite to counter all of her weather um you know through science mumbo jumbo comes down and stops her weather effects yes uh so she fights him in person i always like when people remember that storm can fucking throw down yeah you know highly trained hand-to-hand combatant Mm -hmm. uh and lots of uh just you know kind of funny frames of this of them having you know saying a full sentence while kicking each other in the face I, you know, you know, like what a terrible husband you are just smashing his nose in, you know, <laughs> in one little bit. I, I, I've been in fights with my wife before and, um, it's, sure. it's hard, uh, to, you know, say a sentence that you want to say with the clarity that you want to say it. And that when you have like a lot of emotions running through you and then on top of that, try to like land a punch. No, friend, that's not going to happen. Yeah. Like, I'm just not that, I'm not that coordinated. I'm not going to be able to multitask that much. Um, yeah. And she's kind of, she is rightfully pissed. Storm is rightfully pissed that he's like had a contingency plan for her this entire time. Right. Like I, I, yeah, yeah. I he had the Xavier protocols for his wife. Exactly. Yeah. You know? Like it's fucked up. Um, and I think this issue also kind of falls uh, down because like it just, like this this next page where they're just fighting in ether. Like there's no background or anything. Like it just, it yeah. just feels like, I mean, obviously this is not the star line or anything and we can't criticize it too much because it's not trying to be too much, but at the same time, like, eh, it's just, Okay, sure. We're just pl- we're slapping all well, this together. It, 
yeah, it's it's based on a, like some of the this little writing tech stuff could be clever or land better if I had an investment in the relationship. Maybe. And I can't totally blame that on the comic. I just didn't read the comics when, you know, they were together. Like I mentioned, like the the people at the time who I read who were reading comics uh, didn't care for this relationship, but I don't have any personal experience. You know, maybe this would have some pathos. And it, it, it there's some relation, relatability here where, you know, she's like looking at him and being like, you know, she was just never going to be happy. And she's saying, like, I could have been very happy here, you know, if he wasn't such a, a cold, calculating douchebag. And I also I do I do um, like the, um, you know, thank God we never had children from her. And he says maybe it would have been different if we had children, which feels like, you know, story being like Jesus Christ. Like I would have been tied to this man for the rest of my life if I had done this. Like nobody wants like everybody loves T'Challa, Gary. Like, I don't think that you can say anything bad about mm-hmm. T'Challa, but nobody really wants T'Challa for a baby daddy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, it's just... <laughs> no, no, no. I, the, uh, him being a bad husband, I think, is actually kind of a good character touch. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. I feel like T'Challa, uh, especially, you know, in, you know, now that Chadwick Boseman died, it's going to be this way in the movies forever, but he's going to be deified and become a more boring character mm-hmm. because he's never going to do anything wrong and he's just perfect. And they... they Go into that with what if, like if he was in charge of the Star Lords, they would fix the world and fix Thanos. <laughs> you know, it, it's a little bit silly that there just exists a perfect person with no flaws. But I mean, even um, in that first Black Panther movie, though, like the idea of his dedication to Wakanda versus like allowing any room for himself for intimacy with um, Homegirl that he kind of is alongside him in that movie. Like, I feel like that was a direction that could be explored of just like, no, I have this responsibility. Like, I'm an Avenger now or whatever. Like, just being completely into, like, the, oh, this responsibility, the responsibility, the responsibility. Like, yeah, but you're a fucking person. And, like, I'm in love with you. Yeah. Like, we shared some vows. Like, I'm, I am also a responsibility. You're just ignoring me. It would be kind of interesting. I don't, I'd actually be kind of curious how this played out in the real comics and not just AVXV. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, me, me too. I, I maybe I'll read about it at some point. Um, the some of the the posing and figures of this get real dodgy, but I think that the action of this is funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, Storm looks real little. Yeah, uh, this little thing, she's jump kicking him, and then he grabs her cape, and she's like, looks like it looks like a a big guy trying to stop a little guy from punching somebody. When she says, when she says, not the cape, like that that particular frame, and like yeah. her little tiara is flying off of her as well. Like I just. It feels like it feels like from a totally different comic. Like all of a sudden we're in a we're in a wacky comic book situation, and not like a, a our marriage is ended. One hundred percent, the the divorce comic. Uh, not the cape is a real Joss Whedon line uh, that snuck its way into this. I can't believe that he fell into a prison um, later in this in this yeah. series. Uh, are we going to talk about the divorce we just had? <laughs> uh she she runs at him. You know uh, this needs to end now, and she kisses him. That's the big surprise. She doesn't, uh, you know, punch him in the face or anything like that. But then sucker punches him, and uh, leaves like le- and leaves her her ring mm-hmm. on the ground. You know, reinforcements show up. They don't want to keep fighting. Uh, she drops her ring on the ground and leaves with the X Men. Yep. Um, so again, weird place to put this. Probably pretty pivotal moment. I'm I'm really curious if this exists. I mean, surely it exists in like a Black Panther slash Storm slash X Men comic book or something where this is not just the only time. Because like, wow, <laughs> if the, if you if you broke up your two major characters in a fucking issue of Versus, like, what are you doing with your life, Marvel? Like, what is happening? No. Don't hide plot stuff in Versus. <laughs> you know, uh, I I'm sure they they do this from a different. They've got to angle or whatever. Yeah. 
there, there's a whole series. I'm, I'm pretty interested in it. Uh, when we get to the AVX, there's a mini series that's like Aftermath, mm-hmm. where it's going to be how everyone deals with all this stuff. And I bet you they talk about it more there. Yeah. You know, if they, if they really did break up over the Phoenix. I can, I can definitely see that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's it. There are no winners here, yeah. Gary, because there are no winners in divorce. Yep. Um, unless you're. Uh, or you can both win. <laughs> unless you're a 13 year old kid the, uh, who gets double Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, I'm just saying divorce is good. Like I'm so much happier that I got divorced. Sure. Yeah. Uh, my ex-wife is happier. Like, yeah. Divorce can be great. Yeah. As, as semiotic shorthand for just like a, a absolute, the worst thing that can happen to somebody. It's kind of silly. Because sometimes people just, you know, fall out of love and they realize it and then move on. And it's good that there are systems for that. Yeah, absolutely. You shouldn't be beholden to what you think at a certain time, you know? Absolutely. Because it can change. Mm-hmm. And your health insurance no. should not be attached to your marriage in any kind of way whatsoever. But that's a whole different story. No. Yeah. And if you, if you, uh, take some time to actually get divorced and you do some married firing separately or filing separately. The government hates you. <laughs> it takes so much out of your taxes. It's like the, the least advantageous classification you can do for some reason. Oh yeah. yeah. Probably because they assume you're a billionaire is trying to cheat them or some shit, but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it really fucked over me and Max wife for a couple of years. Um, speaking of divorce, can, can I read something to you and, and see if you can yeah. identify it? It's a little quiz real quick. Um, sure. Let's this, do a little classic Days of Future Cast quiz. Little quiz. This is a Days this is a new song. In um, I want you to guess um, not only who's singing it, but who's it about. You ready? Okay. Uh, th- I'm in love with the greatest gamer, but he'll always love the game more than he loves me. Oh oh oh! Sail away to the cold expanse of space. Even love couldn't keep you in your place. But can't you love me like that? Can't you need me like that? Mm. <laughs> well, I have no idea. Okay. <laughs> that, that, is, uh, that is the new... Oh, God, I'm choking up saying it. That is the new Grind song, singing about her oh. breakup with Elon Musk. <laughs> oh, the greatest gamer that ever lived. Wow. I assume, uh, For some reason, I assumed it was somebody more mainstream pop than Grime. And I didn't realize she was writing songs on Elon Musk yet. Ah, did not either so, until today. She's gonna recapture <clears throat> the like all the people she lost. I think so. Yeah. You know, starting mm-hmm. diss tracks. Like she needs to diss her, her shitty kid though. I I may need her to dismiss that horrible little shit that they made. So I always thought the kid was fake yeah. for some reason. I don't know why. Like I don't. It seems real fake. <laughs> she just seems like a fake, fake child. It, it's yeah. got a name. It's, it's got a name like a synth from Fallout Four. <clears throat> uh. And it, it it seemed fake the whole time. It seemed like a weird little like it's like when Troy McClure had to have a kid. Exactly. Yeah. It's a hundred percent that. Where they just yes. That's what that's exactly yeah. what the Grimes child is like. Yeah. Oh, it's gonna be good for stocks if you're a family man. Oh god. All, all the all the great things are going to family men. Gonna have a baby. Um you know. If you guys, the listeners, want to support me and Gary having a baby together, you should go to patreon.com slash TV and give Jerry, us some money. To talk to you about uh, the tears you've set up. Yeah, <laughs> stretch goals. You're gonna have to really dig for I don't that know if particular. I'm ready to get impregnated with you yet? Um, um, you could do that. You could easily do that. Uh, go to Patreon. You can't make us have a baby together. That would be super weird. Yeah. Um, but maybe if there's enough Patreon money, like we wake up tomorrow and it's a million dollars higher. I don't know. Would be my inhibitions are going to be pretty. Uh, 
you know, if pretty loosened, uh, if if we can vet the money, like if we can vet the source, and we're not we're not just sure. like it's not Magneto, you know what I'm saying? Like if it's not an <laughs> obvious villain, like or it's not this would def that would be a, definitely a Mister Sinister play. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or or uh, the investors from Venture Brothers. Exactly. Yeah. As long, we, as, long yeah. as we can vet the money, I will explore getting impreg with you, Gary. That's a, that's a sentence I will yeah. put on, out on the internet. I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get a Robobo. <laughs> that scenario. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you can you can do that. Uh, uh-huh. Then you can also leave us range reviews on Apple Podcasts, Podcast Addict, or you can tell your friends. Uh, that helps us out tons. And you probably have X Men friends if you're cool. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, comics are good. Yeah, they are. Uh, no. Uh, and we'll see you next time. Next time. Bye, everybody. <laughs>